Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snerdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush, Rush, Rush. Billy Preston brings us back. WABC is Friday. WABC Worldwide in Time. For our very own Princess of Policy, Diana Me. Welcome, Diana. How are you this lovely Friday afternoon? I am so happy to hear your voice, and I love that song. So thank hey, you. Me too. <laughs> oh, by the way, folks, I had the greatest interview this afternoon with Al Demiola, the guitarist, the virtuoso from Return to Forever, from so many, many exquisite albums. More on that later. He's going to be in the city next week. He's performing at the Blue Note uh, between the 7th and 12th of June. So you can look it up, get your tickets wherever tickets are sold, Al Demiola. And we'll be playing a snippet of that interview tomorrow. The rest we're going to do is a podcast. It was an amazing interview. Diane, Princess Di, I have to ask you this. We are now five weeks, anywhere from four to perhaps six weeks away from the Supreme Court ruling Many expect that if they haven't lost their nerve, we might be looking at the end of Roe versus Wade. Finally. Um, the liberals have not have it's died down a little bit, but not much. Every week there's another panicked article, more nonstop panic of this is the narrative is that, oh, this is only the first. Now there was a column in the Los Angeles Times. Basically, the author of the columns Okay, what's the encore? What are these conservatives going to do after they finally get rid of Roe versus Wade? What's next? Are any liberal sweeping rulings safe from these people? And I was stunned. (laughs) I was stunned because it's as as if once a liberal makes a ruling, it's supposed to last forever. But how dare a conservative have the gall the gall to look at a liberal ruling and decide, this is crap. (laughs) Well, the interesting thing about this to me is that clearly they have not ginned up the fury that they've expected. And I've mentioned that before, that um, the Virginia race, the governor's race, uh, it was supposedly going to be a big issue, and it ended up not being a driving voting issue. And I think that that's the case here, because the left's entire argument seems to be, well, it's not going to stop there. It's going to be other things. They are piling on in their imagination fictions of what indeed is coming next, because the thing itself, getting rid of Roe v. Wade, is not absurd setting enough people. So that is the liberal mindset. And they do this with almost everything. It doesn't matter what the thing is, they change it. This equals that. Law and order equals racism. 
if you have a no grooming kindergartners law, no, that don't say gay. Criticism of any Democrat means you hate strong women or you hate minorities. They change what the thing itself is and translate it into something else. So in this case, it's not in their mind enough to basically focus on the issue of what it means if the legal decision is goes against Roe v. Wade, but indeed, what is the horror, the hell that's going to hit them next, which, you know, it's all made up, like this column that you sent me. Everything he says is not true. You know, he basically says, well, you're getting rid of the right to privacy, so therefore, (laughs) boom, 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 boom. You know, so in their minds, it can't just be the thing itself. And I think it's because liberals really have a habit of mind where they do not look at the reality in front of them. It has to be something else. They have to have a deception or a lie attached to it. I mean, that's my thesis on liberalism. It's deception. And I love it. Now, I, the New York Times, I think, is looking for you, Princess Di. Um, oh? Yeah, yeah. They, they, didn't they publish something? Do you know someone who believes in conspiracy theories? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying, Your Majesty, that you don't wear a crown. I'm not saying that you wear a tinfoil hat. That is not what I'm saying at all. But I'm just saying, <clears throat> you and I have history knowing each other's positions on things. Like, I remember, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm going to have to. go into my past conspiracy nutism, please. <laughs> Okay, I'll just... What do you think about the New York Times looking for conspiracy people? I think that is so fun. I absolutely filled it out. There is an article by a columnist in the New York Times that basically wants to know if you, the New York Times reader, knows any actual conspiracy theorists, and they especially want to know if someone has changed their mind and got their mind right and used to believe, say, you know, something that Trump said was true, and now they don't. So they're doing apparently a whole crowdsourced piece. And so I, of course, filled out the form and I identified myself as a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> and I basically said, you know, I once believed everything that was in the New York Times, but now I know. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun filling it out and they have not contacted me for some reason. Oh, for some reason. I love it. Now, finally today, and then you and I are going to rejoin forces tomorrow and have a more in-depth conversation. Well, t- well, two things. Um, I want to get your reaction to the the Biden gun control speech, the, the clips that I played, and Hillary. You sent me that story this morning um, of the Hillary. Uh, there's no reason for any of you peasants out there to have an AR-15. Of course, we've been hearing this mantra from these people for decades. Do you think that right. we've reached any point now that things are going to end up differently? Or is this going to, this latest, and it will be. You don't even have to know what's in their bill. It will be an overreach. Do you think whatever they come up that's an overreach will actually make it through the Senate? Because people are emotionally wound with these, with, with these shootings, and we all want them to stop. Yes, we all want them to stop. And I want to reiterate uh, Hillary's quote, no one needs an AR-15. And the best response I've seen to that is it isn't the bill of needs. 
It is the Bill of Rights. And so the left constantly is telling what we don't need. Millionaires have too much money. They don't need that amount of money. And so they want to redistribute cash and rights and take from one and give to the other. It isn't up to them. Thank heavens for the founders who we can rely on. And in my opinion, they are absolute. Our Bill of Rights is absolute. I don't care what what Joe Biden may lie about. Last one for the for this morning. The Politico earlier this week ran an article. They are this thing with Trump and these people that are finally lining up to take a look at elections in Michigan wow. and in other states. These people are frightened to death that this is actually going to happen. The Politico wrote a story. I think it printed out to be some un, unwieldy number of pages yep. full of fear that in, and in fact, they say in this article that this has never happened before in America, where in you American actually have history. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like really. I think we should talk about it tomorrow in depth because this is a fascinating and very entertaining article. They really truly believe that only Democrats can commit politics. Only Democrats can in, be involved in the elections, and they cannot believe that Detroit, which is sacrosanct as far as being able to pump out votes for the Democrats, you're going to have actual Republican poll people who are, you know, officially part of the election process. They cannot believe that Republicans figured out a way to be part of this process and and to bring some balance to what has been a corrupt system for a long time. So I think we need to talk about Let's do that. And by the way, did you hear this did yeah. you hear the story that I read earlier this week? And again, let me caution it before I mention the headline or actually the basis of the story. Let me caution those of you media executives who panic over the word dominion. Okay? Did you the government the government has said there are problems with some of the Dominion voting machines. I know. It was shocking. I did hear you talk about it. And, shocking. And you're like, wait a minute. I was told, we were told reliably that this never happens. And all, right. all of a sudden, AP is printing it. I the, think they're trying to get ahead of some in, very damaging information. Okay, we have tomorrow. Princess Di will rejoin us tomorrow. Thank you, Princess Di. Always a pleasure. Can't wait till tomorrow. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley. It is Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. We've got plenty of your calls coming up. 800-848-WABC. Don't go away. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurley. Rush. On 77 WABC.